Good morning again. You may be seated, and uh, it's great to see you. And uh, Bob didn't mention, but he's got some Fredericton connection or roots. His father pastored the Corbett Avenue Church twice. Um, I've been here twice. That's, you know, some similarity there. Uh, my name is Tim, and we're super glad that you are here and uh, with us today. There's a lot of of optimism and energy and upswing in the energy around here. It's, uh, it's fall. It just kind of feels like uh, a new start. You see uh, some of the trees starting to change. It's definitely colder. I know that for sure, first thing in the morning. And uh, there's just lots of uh, lots of energy and upswing and optimism around the place. And we had a great first service this morning, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, the rest of this service. So Nicole, your wife, our new children's pastor, she just started here this summer and uh, getting lots of new things going again with our children's ministries. Uh, Kenzie's sitting back here. He's our new pastor of youth and young adults and uh, lots of new things starting up there as well. He just got started. Ashley Kugel's in the building somewhere. She just started last week, our new pastor of discipleship and frontline ministries. And a lot of new things coming at you in the next few weeks, a lot of ways for you to get connected and get involved. I should say, I should pause and say, welcome to those of you who are watching online. We're glad that you've joined us this morning, and uh, thanks for, for, uh, for following and uh, being with us. We appreciate that. So uh, lots of new ways, lots of new things coming, and I just feel that God is, is telling Crosspoint that this is our time to go. It's interesting that we would have Bob here speaking about missions and going and the people he went uh, 40 years ago when he first went to Africa. And, uh, you know, there are people who are hearing God call them to go all over the world. I mean, talking about someone from Mexico who's pastoring in Austria to an Iranian and Afghan congregation. Like, you know, only God can do that. That's, that's almost up there with somebody from Graham and Ann going to Marysville. You know, that's almost. I just feel God... Um, telling Crosspoint it's our time to go, and I believe that a lot of good going is going to be happening in, in your lives, in your homes, in your families, um, and I'm so, I'm really, we're fired up this morning, so glad that you're here. When the light turns green, it's time to go. Right. It used to be, now when the light turns green, everybody's still checking their phones, right? <laughs> Have you noticed that? Traffic lights is where everyone, you know, oh, quick, I got a red light. I got to get back to like 17 people. And the light goes green and all the heads are down. Um, we don't have traffic lights on Graham and Ann. We don't even have a crosswalk on Graham and Ann. But I, I'm learning these traffic light things. I, I'm catching on to them. I'm learning them. Um, we do have stop signs, but no one pays attention to them. And when I got back to the city, I had, you know, I had to relearn, okay, stop means stop. You've got to, you can't, you can't just roll around like you do on Graham and Ann. And I don't know if this analogy totally works or not, but if, if the cross of Jesus looked like a stop sign or at least a dead end to many people, uh, Jesus comes out of the resurrection with, uh, it's go time, right? He comes out of the resurrection with it as a green light, and it is definitely go time, time uh, to step on the gas. 
And so the church, what we're a part of, comes flying out of the first century against all odds and against all opposition because Jesus gathered 11 people together and he gave them the green light and he said, it's time for us to go. And so we're a part of that this morning. We're going to read the text. It's from Matthew chapter 28 and we're going to begin reading in verse 16. Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee going to the mountain where Jesus told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. This text is known to us as the Great Commission. Jesus commissions them to go. Uh, the love your neighbor, love your God, love yourself text is known to us as the Great Commandment. So you have the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. It was Pastor Rick Warren, who said a great commitment to the great commandment and the great commission will grow a great church. A great commitment to the great commandment and the great commission will grow a great church. If you don't remember Rick Warren's name, just give me credit for saying that. That's okay. It's all right. Um, that'll be good. And so in this series, instead of calling it the great commission, we're going to call it the great go mission. The great go mission for this, for this series. And we're here on this day because they went out on that day. They took Jesus seriously and literally when he said it's time to go, they went. And we're a part of that. You can tie a, a string or a thread or whatever right back to that group of people sitting with Jesus and Jesus telling them it's time to go. And so we're here because they went. We're a part of that, a part of that story. In the book of Acts, if you read the book of Acts, it tells us how they literally took those words of Jesus and they went and they went everywhere and they went because they'd been in the presence of the resurrected Jesus. When you know that you've been in the presence of the resurrected Jesus, you'll go. You'll, you'll, you'll go anywhere and do anything because he is alive. They went because of all the times um, in scripture and all the times in history when God told their ancestors to go, their ancestors heard God say, it's time to go. And God was with them and God was faithful. And so these people in the New Testament, they went because they know that God keeps his promises. They know that if God says, go and I will be with you, we can go. He'll, he'll be there when we get there. He'll, he's not going to fail us. He's not going to, to leave us. There was a guy back here named Jonah. You've probably heard about Jonah. And God told Jonah to go. And Jonah told God to go jump in a creek. God said, I want you to go to Nineveh. And Jonah said, I don't think so. I, it ain't going to happen. And God showed Jonah his power and his love and his grace. And Jonah went. And God showed up. See, our obedience to go out is directly connected to God's promise to show up. I'm going to back that up and say it again. 
Our obedience to go out is directly connected to God's promise to show up. If we will go out, he'll be there. He he says in this text, therefore go, and at the end of it, he says, and be sure of this, I am with you when? Always. Always in the original Greek means always. I will, when will God be with us? Always. I will be with you always. If we will go out, cross point, God will show up. If it's, it's go time. Did you see the green light, the little traffic light? Did you see the little cross point symbol? And isn't that cute? Stephen Thomas did that. Isn't he brilliant? Give him a pat on the back. It's go time for cross point. It's time to go. And if we will go out, God will show up. If you want to see more than you've ever seen, you've got to go further than you've ever gone before. And you have the go of the Holy Spirit in you. The same promise from Matthew chapter 28. Is this still true? We have this promise in us. You have the go promise. You have the promise of the Holy Spirit in you. You have the go of Matthew 28 in you. The go of Matthew 28 is is here this morning. Jesus is here. And we are going people. And God is a going God. God is a missionary. God was the first missionary. God sent his son, Jesus, into this world. God told Jesus to go, and Jesus went. And others, there are others who will never uh, come unless we go. We have to, we have to go. Crosspoint has a long history of going. This church, what you're a part of right right now, we're glad that you're here. This church has deep, deep roots of of going and sending and giving and serving. That's a part of our DNA. We've always been a brave church. Crosspoint, many of you don't know this to be true. If If you're new to Crosspoint, welcome. We're glad you're here. But over the years, through the decades, Crosspoint has been a brave church. And there have been many times in our history where we've had to choose between risk and regret. And we have chosen the risk because God will meet us in that faith zone. And he provides and he blesses because we didn't sit around on our blessed assurance. There have been a lot of times when this church, when we had to choose between risk and regret, and we chose the risk because God said, go and I will be with you. We chose the risk. I don't know about about you, but you know, when I'm, I don't want down at the, near the end of my life to look back and, and just have regrets and think of all the times when we could have or we should have, but but we didn't because we wanted to be safe, you know, or we, we just, uh, we, didn't, we didn't have the courage. We weren't, we weren't brave enough. I, and Crosspoint has always been a brave church, and we've always chosen to step out there into the, the faith zone. And uh, God has always, has always blessed that. We went and God came. Well, we did that again last week. 
Imagine these, these new people who are working. Nicole's here uh, serving in children's ministry, and Kenzie's here serving in youth and young adults, and Ashley's here serving in, uh, in discipleship. And we hired Ashley Kugel because we felt God telling us it was go time. And if as a church we're going to talk about faith, then we need to practice it. I can't just get up here as pastor and say, oh, we got to have faith. we got to be people of faith. And then when it comes time to have faith, we all say, well, no, we can't have faith. <laughs> you, know, you know, we can't, we can't do that. We've, we've, got to have, we've got to have faith. And um, Ashley, she's just getting started. And she has a call to ministry, a God-given call to ministry. And she cannot do it alone. And she needs your help. And she needs you to get involved. And she is called, her calling is that every person in this church would, would, would know for sure that they are growing spiritually, that we would be discipled, that we would be becoming more and more like Jesus. Jesus said, go and make disciples. And so as, as a church, we're going to take him serious on that. We're going to take him literal. If he said, go and make disciples, we're going to go and make disciples. We've... Pierre and I think this is a good idea. Pierre and I are really excited about this. Um, this is go time uh, at Crosspoint. Welcome to church. Uh, I hope you're glad that you're here. It's go time, and, uh, and we're excited about that. We're serious about going and making disciples. Coming to this church should be like miracle grow on your spiritual life. I would hope that you would say, you know, I, I, I started going to Crosspoint and my spiritual life just took off like a rocket. You know, it just, I just started to, God just started to, to do so many things in my life. We will have opportunities for you to be in Bible studies and prayer groups and learning about your spiritual gifts and how to read your Bible and how to worship and how to give and serve and become more like Jesus. Not so that you can be stuffed Full with more information, but so you can be blessed with transformation, right? I mean, information is good, and information helps you grow, but if we were honest this morning, a lot of us in this room could say we're already educated beyond our obedience. I think we know. We know a lot. We know what we should do. It's not the knowing part. It's the doing. I tricked you there, didn't I? I just started preaching in the middle of a sermon. Like, oh, I didn't see that coming. We're educated beyond our, our obedience. And so, I mean, we don't want to just sit at the table and eat, neat, 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 neat. We got to do something with it, yes? We got to exercise those gifts and do something with it. So it's not just so you can be stuffed with information, but so we can be blessed with transformation, so you can go and do and be Jesus in this world. Our world needs more of us to have more of Jesus. What your spouse needs is for you to have more of Jesus. What your home needs, what your coworkers need, what your boss, what your boss needs is for you to have more of Jesus in your life. It's what the world needs. If the followers of Jesus would just follow Jesus, more people would want to follow Jesus. I'm going to back that up. Say it again. If the followers of Jesus would just follow Jesus, more people would want to follow Jesus. Like a child in your house, they grow up so that they can go out. Yes, parents, is this true? Yes. 
You're like, please, Jesus, please make this true in my house. Would you grow up and then go out? You need to, you need to go out. Um, the reason so that you, that you grow is so you can go. You grow up so that you can go out. And it's not what you know that makes you grow. I know this sounds like a lot of corny rhymes in here. It's not what you know that makes you grow. It's what you do with what you know that makes you grow. If knowing made you grow, well, we'd all be, you know, I mean, goodness, how many sermons have you heard? Yes? I mean, you barely remember what we preached last week. So it's, it's, it's not what we know that makes us grow. It's what we do with what we know. It's how we apply those things that makes you grow. Jesus said, therefore, go. Okay, you're, you're not with me, so you're going to have to say it out loud. Jesus said, therefore, go. Thank you. Found people, find people. Save people, serve people. Forgiven people, forgive people. Go. Where, where should I go? Jesus said, go, <laughs> go everywhere, go to all the nations, go beyond your comfort zone, go where people don't look like you or people don't believe like you. And like, and like Bob said earlier, you don't even have to leave Fredericton to do that, right? It's not hard to find people who, who, are, who don't believe like us or look like us. Um, go where you don't want to go. Go where you are afraid to go. Go where it will cost you. And literally go even if it kills you. And, and, and more than anyone in this room, probably Bob would know this to be true, the, the risk that some people take in order to follow Jesus. And they've met the resurrected Jesus. And so they say, I will go even if my family disowns me, even if my family wants to kill me, even if I'm going into, you know, some some uh, land or nation or community where I might be killed for my faith and following Jesus. Go. And I want to make sure that we, we capture this this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best up here. I want to make sure that we capture this this morning. Uh, for Crosspoint, for us as a church, and then for us as, as individuals, we just came out of a series called Identity Theft. And then we're coming out of COVID, and we're coming out of a long, hard season as a church. It kind of feels, I don't, well, I was going to say, it kind of feels like a, like a bear coming out of, um, what's that called? But I've never been a bear in hibernation. So how would I know it feels like a bear coming out of hibernation? It feels like a new day. It feels like a new day. It feels like it's time to go. We're ready to go. We've got that long season as a church behind us. We've got the the, you know, I, I know COVID's not to totally behind us, but at least the province is green. And, you know, it just feels like, yes, it's September. It's time for us to go. God is at this moment resurrecting Crosspoint and telling her it is time to go. We have gone before and we're going to go again. Amen. And that's, that's, that's us. It's our time. So what can you do? What should you do? I, Get involved. 
Get involved is, the, is probably the best thing I could say. Find your place in the church. Don't just be an, an, an attender. Don't just attend church, but find your place. Don't wait for someone to come begging you on their hands and knees. Would you please get involved? You know, like let's just serve and be involved because Jesus is alive and he's given us this call to go. Um, tell Ashley that you want to host a group or start a group or get in a group. We were talking about this at, at staff earlier this week. Um, do you know what um, prerequisites are required for you to host a small group? You need to be able to unlock your door at the right time. That's about it. Like if you can open your door, you can host a group. Um, really, I mean, it's that simple to have people come and and. and, and Share, you can talk about the, we might do sermon-based groups. We can help you uh, with, with all that sort of stuff. Tell Nicole that you'll, you'll help out in children's ministry or rock babies or change diapers or like do something, help out. Tell Kenzie that you'll come to youth and help love young people towards Jesus. Kenzie's also our point pastor for missions. Um, connect with that boy, get involved. There are ways that we are involved in the city of Fredericton that you can help out with, that you can be involved in. Um, maybe the way that you get involved this fall is to start giving. Maybe you, maybe you haven't been doing that. There are many people in this room right now who joyfully give 10% of their total income to Jesus. And some of you think that's nuts. And there are people who do that. There are people in this room who can't wait to do that. Like it's exciting for them every week. And they just like, thank God that I'm able to do this. And it doesn't hurt them at all. It, it, it doesn't hurt them. They're just like, whoop, yay, Jesus. Um, you will never miss a dollar that you give to God. I've made some bad money decisions over the years. I, I've got some train wrecks that I could tell you about. But I've never... I've never missed a dollar. I've never felt bad about a dollar that I've given to the Lord. Um, maybe, maybe start a prayer group. Maybe call some friends and say, we're going to start meeting once a week and we're going to talk and chat and pray. Um, you don't have to pray. If you just want to get together uh, for community, do it. Um, just encourage one another. Talk to Pierre about how can I serve downtown? How can I serve uh, the homeless of our city and, and in street ministry and things like that? I'm not trying to make your life difficult. I'm really not. I'm not trying to make your life more busy. You might be thinking, well, who's got time for that? Isn't that kind of, I mean, think about like who's got time for that? that, that we've allowed our lives to be so busy that we don't have time to serve Jesus. You know, I'd like to serve, but man, I'm busy. I got, I'm so busy. Uh, I'm not trying to make your life more busy. I'm trying to make our church like Jesus. I'm trying to help us be more like Christ. I, I want your home to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want your kids to know about Jesus and never walk away from their faith. Like, wouldn't it be awesome if we, if this next generation of kids and teenagers at Cross Point Church grew up to be a radical bunch of, of uh, Jesus freaks that just went out of here and served Christ all over the world? Would you be okay with that? The workers are few. The workers are few. They really are. 
Uh, I mean, we, we, this is an issue. We talk about it. Like, like Lord, we've got to have more people serve and get involved in ministry. Uh, I want your neighbors and your coworkers and your friends and your relatives to know that Jesus is alive, that Crosspoint is alive, and we're growing and we're going in Jesus' name. So where is your all the world? Jesus said, go. Go where? He said, like, go everywhere. Where is your all the world? How far are you willing to go? And it might not be distance. It might be faith. How far in faith are you willing to go? Um, you know, how much risk? Your faith, it might be how far are you willing to go? Might be who are you willing to talk to? Or what conversation are you willing to have? Or who are you willing to forgive or love? Or, you know, how are you willing to get involved in the ministries of your church? I shared this with our, your church board, our church board a few weeks ago. Um, somewhere, between, somewhere between faith and foolishness, there's a fine line of risk that God chooses to bless. And I, I cannot explain it, I just know it's true. Somewhere between faith and foolishness, there's a fine line of risk that God chooses to bless. Um, whenever... Whenever Crosspoint has chosen risk over regret over the years, whenever we've done that, when we've stepped out into that faith zone, you know that zone where you, the prayer goes something like this, like, oh, God, help us now. <laughs> like, oh, Lord, Do we, like, like, we need you now. Whenever as a church we've been out there on that limb, God, is, God has been there every time, and he's blessed that, that level of courageous faith. Uh, he's blessed it every time. God has, has met us there. It's that walking on water kind of faith. It just doesn't make sense to get out of a boat. And it just doesn't make sense. But, but yet, it's where Jesus meets us or standing in a fire or in a pit with hungry lions or at the ocean with an army coming after you. And doesn't this book teach us time and time again that if we go out, God will show up, that God is faithful, that he tells people to go, and over and over and over again, you can see how they heard God, and they followed God, and they were obedient, and God was with them, and he went before them, and uh, it's just who he is. God will show up. It is time to go. Maybe sometime in this series we'll look at the times in Scripture when people, uh, parents, family members, friends thought that someone was dead or they, they, they were dead. And then Jesus came and whispered or spoke to them and said, wake up, O sleeper. And they woke up and they came back to life. We serve a resurrected king who has the power to speak into dead lives and say, wake up, O sleeper, and they wake up. It'd be great if you could use that to get your kids to school in the morning. I, uh, I grew up in the home of a, of a, a, a sea captain, and when he said, get up, it was time to get up. You get up like you were one of his uh, deckhands. You, you get up. I've heard Jesus telling Crosspoint, I mean, speaking as 
the interim pastor of this church, I hear Jesus telling Crosspoint, wake up. Wake up. It's time. It's time to, time to wake up. And maybe you'll feel that in your own heart this morning. If God's just saying, wake up, oh sleeper. It's time to wake up. Maybe over your family or over your marriage or your home or your spiritual life. The go mission from Matthew 28, it wasn't a one-time event. It was a pattern or a model. Like, this is what Jesus' people do until Jesus returns. We are go people. We're part of a, 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 a go mission from God to do this. We, we go and we make disciples and we baptize them in the Nash Walk. And we go and we make disciples and we baptize them and we drink coffee. And Jesus is with us, always with us until the end of the age. This is who we are. It's what we do. When Jesus said go, they went. And the church of Jesus is still going. And it's just neat how Bob's here to tell us about that and it's like that the church of Jesus is going all over the world and he's here on the first Sunday of this go series and only God could plan that and line that up. That's like, oh, what a coincidence. You know, Bob Bagley just happens to be here on the first Sunday of, no, that's not a coincidence. It's God telling us to, to go, that, that, that people are still going around the world. The church is not a building you attend. It's a movement you belong it's not a building that you attend. It's a movement you belong to. So now you know, right? So now you know. But it's not just knowing, right? We know a lot of things. It's not just what you know. It's what you do with what you know that makes you grow. And a good prayer right now, a good prayer might be Jesus, um, would you wake me up? I want to go. I want to be a part of, of your church and what you're doing. Um, I don't want to be just an attender of a church, someone who's just sitting around on a, on a bus. I want to be involved in this thing. I want to be a part of the, the mission. I want, to, I want to serve. I want to give. I want to pray. I want to know that I'm a, that I'm a part of, uh, of this body and where it's going. Jesus I will go. Maybe your prayer uh, this morning might be, Jesus, put some go in me. I've been a long time since I've had any, any fire in my heart or, you know, felt like, man, yes, it is time to go. I want to be a part of this. Put some go in me. Wake me from my sleep as you are waking your church cross point. It is time, time for us to go. Let's pray together. God, I thank you again for moments like this. You're here. You're speaking to us. You saw this Sunday coming long before any of us even came up with this idea. You, you planted it in our hearts. You led us to this text. You brought, you brought the Bagleys here this morning. Um, and Lord, you, you've, you've laid this on my heart. And, and I honestly believe, like you've sent me here to stand on this stage and tell this 
wonderful group of friends that, that God is calling us to go, that, it, that it's, it's time to wake up, it's time for Crosspoint to go. Um, the light is green, the harvest is full, it's time for us to, to, to go. So Lord, as we pray, as I pray, as we pray as individuals and just simply invite your spirit to come and, and speak into our hearts that you would, that you would put some Put the, some go in our hearts. Put some go in our hearts that you would show us how we can be involved and, and uh, what we can do, how we can serve, how we can love others, uh, how we can be a part of this church. Uh, Lord, I just thank you for Crosspoint, for its rich history as a going church and a sending church and a loving church and a giving church. And uh, we believe in that. We believe that her best days are not behind her, that, uh, God, you're, 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 you're raising us up again. And so um, be with us now as we continue to worship. Thank you again, Lord, for those friends who are watching online, and, uh, and I know that you're doing a great work in their hearts and lives as well right now at this time. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.